I'm Martin McKee and I'm Professor of European Public Health at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. So for this story, can you set the scene for me? Where were you coming from with trying to find out what was going on here? One of my colleagues, Dr Tony Wolfe, who's an intensive care specialist in a hospital near London, had realised that a large number of patients were coming in with high levels of sodium in their blood, being admitted to hospital. I wondered what was going on, what was the reason behind this. So when he looked in more detail, he found that many of these patients were coming from postcode sectors, small areas of uh, the uh, surrounding area. Uh, where you would normally expect maybe one or two patients each year from a particular postcode, but there were a lot coming from them. And when he looked in more detail, he found that these were predominantly the areas in which there were nursing homes, care homes. As a consequence of that, we looked in more detail and we worked together to match the uh, patients admitted to hospitals to the care homes and to collect the other data about them, their age and their gender and whether they were an emergency admission or whatever. And what did you find when you started looking in more depth? What we found was that people who were admitted to hospital from a care home were about 10 times more likely to have a high level of sodium on admission to hospital. Now, why is this important? A high level of sodium is a marker of dehydration. These are people who had too little fluid in their systems and almost certainly a pointer to them not drinking enough what sort of numbers are we talking about here? Is this a, a very serious problem in care homes? Was it everyone coming from a care home compared to people that were coming from their own homes? We looked at about 20,000 patients in total, but of those, only about 2,500 were admitted from care homes. What we found among those admitted from care homes were that about 12%, which was about 450 altogether, uh, were coming in with the high sodium as a marker of dehydration. Among people admitted from their own home, which is the vast majority, uh, only 1% were, uh, had a high level of sodium. This sounds like a pretty significant difference. Is there any impact on people's health if they come into hospital in this kind of state? <clears throat> it's a highly significant difference. Now, of course, we did have to adjust for other factors. People in care homes do tend to be a little bit older and they tend to be frailer. They're more likely to have dementia. So we took account of all of that and we found that those coming from care homes were five times more likely than those from their own homes to have the high sodium and therefore the dehydration. It is important because dehydration is associated with a number of problems. People tend to be more confused. Uh, it's, leaded, it's associated with worse outcomes. And in particular, what we found was, again, after adjusting for all sorts of other factors, that those who were dehydrated were about twice as likely to, uh, be, to, to die in hospital. This sounds pretty serious. What do you think is going on? in the care homes that is leading to these patients becoming dehydrated? We were unable to look at what was happening in the care homes because we only saw the patients once they got into hospital. But it does tie in with a lot of anecdotal evidence that patients in care homes, that residents of care homes often do not get enough fluid for a number of reasons. So, for example, the individuals themselves may be reluctant to drink because it's difficult to go to the toilet when they need to. They may not get the support that they want. But unfortunately, we also have heard stories of how the staff in, in the care homes may be uh, restricting their fluid or deliberately not encouraging them to drink because they know that if they do, they may wet the bed and, uh, uh, and need to be cleaned up. 
in the area that you looked at, you've just looked at one area in London. Do you think that this might be a more systemic problem across the country? Is there any other data to support that? This is the first time that this has been documented as a problem of patients coming from care homes to hospitals. We clearly uh, state the need for more research to look at this. It will be different in different parts of the country simply because hospitals uh, have uh, different numbers of care homes in the surrounding area. So, for example, this was a hospital in the outskirts of London where there are a large number of care homes with elderly people living in them. If we were to go right into the centre of London where property prices are very high, there are very few care homes. So the big London teaching hospitals would have very few patients coming to them from care homes. Similarly, there are parts of the country, perhaps some of the coastal areas, uh, where a lot of people have retired to, where you would expect even more older people to be living in care homes, perhaps because they've actually gone to the sea to find uh, somewhere nice to spend the remainder of their days. But if it's not turning out like that and patients are... But if this does turn out to be a problem that is more widespread and patients coming from care homes are perhaps more dehydrated, what do you think needs to be done? Is this something urgent that perhaps government or public health officials should sit up and take notice of? Clearly, the, the, it is self-evident that people should not be allowed to get dehydrated. They should be encouraged to drink and they should be given the support to go to the toilet when they need to. And that simply indicates a problem of management and of professional standards in the care homes. What is important to stress is that we did not find uh, increased risk associated with every care home. It was about a third of the 53 care homes that we looked at. So some were clearly able to keep, patient, keep the residents hydrated adequately. That was not a problem. But we feel that where there is a care home from which a number of people are coming to hospital in this state, this should raise a flag and it would be legitimate to look at what is happening in that particular care home to see if something needed to be done. Is there an argument for actually making this part of monitoring, perhaps when every patient comes in from a care home or from their own home, that these figures should actually be gathered in some kind of systematic way? Obviously, with any form of monitoring, you need to be careful because as soon as you set it up as a monitoring system, people will try and find ways of gaming the system. So I'm always a little bit cautious on that. But uh, at least it should be piloted and it could be tested as, as a way of looking at the a proxy marker for the quality of care. And where next for this? What are the key things that you hope that your research will raise and the key things that you need to go on and look at next? The first thing is to look at how applicable this is to other parts of the country and to see if this is just a local phenomenon, which we would be very surprised if it is, but we would need to do further work elsewhere to find out just precisely what uh, scale of problem we have. The other thing that we find is that the adverse outcomes associated with a high level of sodium do seem to be appearing at lower levels than were previously suspected. In fact, somewhere around the middle of what is normally thought of as the normal range, and that's the next thing that we will be looking at to see if that is borne out. And that would suggest that people... So that's saying that people with sodium that perhaps wouldn't be thought of as really bad do actually have significant health outcomes from that. This is certainly something that we'll be looking at. Uh, the preliminary evidence is suggestive uh, that even being at the upper end of the normal range may be significantly worse than not. Brilliant. Um, I've got loads there. Is there anything else you no, think that's fine. is important? That's fine for me. Hopefully there won't be. Um, I feel like I kind of need a nice little closer, um, I guess. 
So how important do you feel it is to look carefully at these kind of figures and figure out what is going on? Is there a need for more of this kind of research, particularly looking at the needs of elderly people and the state they come into hospital in? I think we need to recognise that older people have multiple, often have multiple complex chronic disorders and they may be frail for a variety of reasons. We need to be particularly careful about the transition between different settings of care whether it is the transition from going from a care home into hospital or from a hospital being discharged into your own home or a care home or wherever, it's often at these intersections where the problems arise and we need to be particularly sensitive to managing people across that interface. And given that we have heard so much in the news lately about problems in care homes, problems with the quality of care, do you think it's important for researchers like you to be keeping a BDI on what is going on in these settings? I think we have to recognise that care homes are often not very attractive places for people to work. And particularly in England, uh, where the provision of care for elderly people has been extensively privatised in recent years. So you have a number of corporations coming in that are seeking to make a profit by driving down the wage bill, cutting the number of staff, paying the minimum wage, or even in some cases we suspect paying less than that. Uh, clearly that's not a good way of saying to the staff that you're valued. That is not the case in some other countries and we know that uh, elsewhere in Australia and some continental European countries uh, there is a much higher priority placed on this and it would appear from what we know, although there, it's difficult to get rigorous comparative, comparative evidence, uh, that the quality is much better. I think it does tell us something about the low priority that we place on older people in England.